With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. Happy holidays to you. The Doug Gottlieb Show every day. From uh, today, it's uh, sunny Southern California. We got some rain coming on the way, which means snow for all of you who need it, which means you're welcome once again from Southern California. <laughs> um, look, it was a, it, I, I guess it was a good sports weekend, but Sports and NFL is going to continue. We got an NFL game starting in 59 minutes. How about that one? Okay, granted, it's like half the Cleveland Browns against half the Las Vegas Raiders, but it is an actual NFL game. It does count against the standings. We have two games today. We get two games tomorrow. And, of course, I'll get to the Ravens going for two. We'll get to Tom Brady. And, oh, yeah, by the way, if you haven't heard the news, if you weren't listening, Chris Godwin has a torn ACL. And then, of course, you got Mike Evans with a pulled hamstring. Um, I was just recording something for Bet Rivers. Like, I, I don't know how loud the, it could be that the MVP is going to be Aaron Rodgers. But uh, it seems like now is the time to go over there and, and find that number. We'll talk about that. Dante Hitner, Dante Whitner is going to join us. Uh, obviously, he covers for NBC Sports Bay Area, the San Francisco 49ers. I have been, I haven't been alone, but I have been the lone voice hosting a national radio show touting, hey, the Niners are actually really, really good. And Jimmy Garoppolo is balling and Nick Bosa is back to being Nick Bosa. 
We'll talk with Dante Whitner. Plus, uh, of course, the Saints got the best of the Bucks again. Eric Wood's going to join us. We'll ask him about where the Bulls sit, where the Bills sit, excuse me. And we have so much, so many other stories to talk about, including how uh, water does find its level even in the NFL. But before we get to that, I, I did want to talk about all these COVID rescheduled games. And I, and I know that I have at least 15, 20% vaccine haters listening and then they go oh you're talking vaccine again like no i'm really not okay no i'm really not i mean i think we can all draw conclusions on why these numbers are so high and when you're getting the hey we're not going to test anybody unless they have symptoms and you're seeing the test numbers pop up it's obvious what's going on what i think is more fascinating more interesting i'm not going to get in debate about whether or not you should get vaccinated or, or masks. I'll tell you what I'm going to debate about. I, I, this, is not a, this is not a test run. This is not a trial. You know, it's one of the things that the XFL, when it comes back, or the USFL, I guess, right, when it comes back, one of the things that it can do is some of the things that we saw in those other leagues. The NBA does is doing this right now with the G League, where... They're, they have basically an early season tournament. It's like when you play, if you ever played basketball or I, or obviously you know about soccer overseas. And I think actually Ted Lasso probably brought this to people's attention. They don't really understand because they didn't take a ton of time to explain it. But uh, all of these leagues, they have a, a what's called a cup, right? It's like a tournament. And it puts the the first division and second division all in like a win and advance sort of tournament. And usually it goes on throughout the year while you're playing your regular season. And then you're playing your international cup. Am I, am I making sense? I, I, I'll just, here's the, I like my experience. Okay. When I was playing um, in Israel, same thing in Russia, actually, when I was in Russia, we had the Russian cup. I, I missed that because I didn't get to this team until January. They had the Russian league. And then we had the, what's called the NEBL. That was the Northern European basketball league. We won all of those. Okay. We won the cup. I played in the cup playoffs. We won the cup. So we won all of that stuff, but it's actually like three different leagues. So I was in Israel. We had the Israeli league. We had the cup, which is first and second division of Israeli pro teams. We were first, we played against some second. And then we also had the Korach cup which is like the third most prestigious international competition. So what, what's interesting to me is there is no test balloon here, but it's kind of a test balloon. I don't know if you're off work, if you're off work and you're driving around trying to find those extra holiday gifts or you didn't get a tree, you want to get some lights or you just <clears throat> going to a bounce place because my kids are out of school. Some people are in school up until midweek. Many were off as of last Friday. Some people are going to work through this week. Many are off after after last Friday. And, oh, yeah, by the way, so many of us have turned to working at home. So things have changed. One of the things that, that, that I noticed that's happened over the last week and a half, two weeks, that none of us are discussing because we seem to be past that point. When Christian McCaffrey opted out of his bowl game with the Stanford Cardinal, that was a major talking point on debate shows and on national radio shows. Now you have, was it Kenny Pickett, the kid from uh, Pittsburgh? Like, I'm not going to play in the bowl game. You're not? I mean, when has a quarterback gotten hurt in a bowl game? But, oh, okay. But no one has, no one's, there's no debate over it. It's pretty obvious that because of the college football playoff, and to a lesser extent, the New Year's Six Bulls, although, you know, there's, I, I, you, you'll have opt-outs out of that as well. Because we're playing for a defined championship, and if you're not in, you're out. We'd all agree that bowl games carry far less prestige than they used to. Again, I'm not getting into the debate as to whether or not I agree with this, or it's, and I've talked about this some, uh, the multiple times been brought up, I do think it's positional. Like, I, I do understand a running back far more so than I understand a quarterback. You know, I do. I mean, obviously, the Jalen Smith thing is front and center in everybody's mind. It's the very, 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 very rare occurrence. And he did make it back. And I think he did sign with the, Jet, the Giants last week. But he's a shell of what we thought he would be. He still has had a very productive and successful career in the NFL. And that's as bad an injury as you think you're going to suffer.
but I, I just, I want to offer up this as a, like, I kind of wonder since the NFL went to 17 games, remember they didn't go to a second bye week. Matter of fact, I think they've actually compounded with the new playoff system because now one less team gets a bye, right? So now you only have one team getting a bye, one, in each conference. So they're all playing 17 on 18 weeks and then hopping into game 18 on the 19th week right away. You're going to, you're going to, I mean, like, look, if you have a youth sports kid, you know, you're going to burn them out. More than anything, there are going to be too many. Look at how the injuries that we sustained throughout this year and will be the case. Remember last year, the between the Washington football team, was, you're starting backup quarterbacks. That's not good for business. In addition, what the NFL continues to look for is ways to make money without changing the core structure of who they are. There's a way there to get midweek games during the holiday season. And if you want to say... People won't go. Christmas Day games are always well attended in the NBA. And they seem to want to, they still want to stay away from Christmas because that's the NBA's. And in the past, in the past, this has been the bowl season. So they've kind of nicely stayed away. Remember, they go to Saturday football games as soon as college football is done because there's kind of a gentleman's agreement. You got your days. I got my days. On the other hand, the NFL has killed Thursday night college football. Thursday night college football used to be really big. Killed it. By not just coming back on Thursday nights, but coming back on Thursday nights on network TV time and again. We'll see what happens with Amazon. So I'm, I'm offering up as we watch four games. You can only watch one at once tomorrow because I got two at once, which I hate. I don't agree with, but we can get into why maybe tomorrow. I, I just want to offer up this as a hey, what if scenario? And tell me how much you would love. You're sitting around with your in-laws. You're sitting around with your family. Your kids are out of school. You're like, oh. And the first day or two days, it's awesome, right? You got new energy of new people. You haven't seen somebody in a long time. You laugh about old stories. You look at pictures. You can't believe how big the kids are. Hey, you really lost some weight, huh? Everybody's, the kitchen is a fun place where all the food is cooked fresh and smells different than it normally smells, right? That first day and a half of family is awesome. And then you're like, I really want my space back. I really want something where I don't have to actually have, there's no, I have no more conversations to have with these people. If I was that close to them, I would talk to them all the time. I have a cell phone. I can FaceTime. I can do whatever I want, right? The truth is like, I like them. But, like, there's a reason we talk every couple of months. And that's where bowl games have always come in. That's where bowl games, let's lay some money on these games so we have something to entertain us. And I'm just offering up the, as we watch four football games over the next two days, couple well, this one in the middle of our day, I'm guessing somewhere in New York they're going, you know, guys, we could do this every year, you know? and not have a true kind of bye week, but just space out when everybody plays, fill up the stadiums, fill up our coffers, sell a couple more days to our TV entities, and what do you think? Remember, Roger Goodell, and you can criticize him all you want for how he's handled COVID, or the Ray Rice thing, or the Kaepernick thing, or, or any, any of these controversy, non-controversies, whatever. You can, you can be harshly critical of how much money he, he personally makes. But Roger Goodell, okay, was the one who, hey, let's start Thursday night football. Thursday night football was not profitable for CBS. So then he said, you know what? Let's get more money, split it between two entities. It wasn't profitable for either. And then he said, yeah, let's tell Fox, you got to pay a little bit more, even though you're losing money and you get to keep it yourself. And then sold it for even more money to Amazon. Oh, yeah, by the way, the games overseas, the games in Mexico, those aren't just to fill up the coffers with those games. That's also to give you another time of day to charge more to a TV entity to, to put that game out. Like, it, the whole thing is brilliant. And whether it's him or people who work for him, they find ways to, make, to get blood out of a rock. Just find ways to make more money. And remember, the, all this, these new TV deals were all signed 
right? coming out of a pandemic, a global pandemic. We had no idea how the world would react. If you don't think the next two days is a test balloon, you're not paying attention. And ask yourself truthfully, how into the bowl games are you now as opposed to 10 years ago? And how much more would you be into an NFL game during the week while you're sitting at home? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Hope you guys are having a great day, Doug Gottlieb Show broadcast. From Southern California, as uh, 
Wishing you a Merry Christmas. Hope you're having a good one. I, we're an hour away from a football game being played. I don't have any idea who's actually playing for the Cleveland. I know more about who's not playing for the Cleveland Browns than who's playing for the Cleveland Browns. And the Raiders the same, right? Like as much as we're like, oh, Cleveland's having to play other backups. If I was listening to Isaac correctly, they just put like two more of their cornerbacks on the COVID list. They're depleted too. This is, um, I think Isaac, me, I guess we're all old enough to remember. Do you guys remember when they had the scabs in the NFL? When they had the NFL uh, NFL strike, it was in the oh, mid-80s? 1987, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember, like, there was, like, the they had games, and they put them on TV, and they were like, I don't remember that guy since he was, like, the backup at Nebraska. And there he was, like, out there playing. There, there were some good players, too. And, and then you had guys break the picket line or whatever. But um, that's what it kind of feels like today. Uh, Isaac, so, so the, the Raiders... Do you know their entire COVID list, or what? Give me the give me the list that you're, was you're only today? you're only a three hour show, Doug. Uh, they they today alone they placed cornerbacks Trayvon Mullen and Nate Hobbs on the COVID list. Uh, Will Compton, a linebacker, won't play either, but that's due to personal reasons, nothing uh, COVID related. But two two more today, man. And then how many others do they have? I'd I'd have to check to give you an exact number. I have, there was I have one team that had like twenty five of them as of uh, last week, I believe. Twenty five on the COVID list. That's crazy. Yeah, you're you you had them right. So Denzel Perryman, so they're starting middle linebacker, right? Will Compton, starting linebacker. Um, they're already without Jordan Simmons and Jackson Barton and Darren Waller, right? Like that, people thought that maybe by moving the game, Darren Waller would be able to play. He can't. And Kendall Vickers is out as well. And then, you know, you add in, as, as you pointed out, um, Greg Newsom, Lawrence Cager, Josiah Bronson. Like, dude, that, that list is crazy. And that's the team that we're not talking about. We are talking about the Browns. And, that, I mean, they needed to go back to the old, um, like, in training camp when you had the sticker of your name across the front of your helmet. That's what the Browns need to do. But it is NFL football. And I do propose to you, could this be the future? Right? Instead of sitting around when we don't have to work and don't go to school and watching bowl games, the bowl games matter so little now. And the playoffs are still not upon us. Like This is a way for the NFL to have more games on TV, space them out, and kind of give you, without giving you a bye week, give you a bye week. Right? Does that make sense? Like everybody plays one game during the two holiday weeks. Like that would, I think that would be killer. Saying, uh, well, the, the Bucks, I'm sure, are licking their wounds. You heard the news from Isaac, which is you know, their you know, Chris Godwin, their best wide receiver, Ian Mike Evans. Mike Evans pulled a hamstring, Chris Godwin's out for the year. Now, they do get Antonio Brown back, but the, the injuries continue to pile up. But last night, they were shut out by the New Orleans Saints at home, and as much as we want to say, hey, the the Buccaneers, they did beat him in the playoffs last year. They were helped out greatly. Saints had a lead. Jared Cook rumbling down the field, fumbles the football. That changed the game dramatically. So let's not act like the Buccaneers, they just, you know, game three, they flipped the switch, clap on, clap off the clapper, and they clapped on and decided to whoop some Saints butt. That wasn't the case. Swept last year, swept this year. Here's Bruce Arians on being shut out. Very disappointing. It's never happened to me. I don't know. I can't remember last time I shut out and, uh, or us. And, uh, but uh, kicking game... Our kickers let us down also. I mean, this is between the offense and the, and the kicking game, it cost us the game. The defense played good enough to win. Tom Brady summed it up this way. We just didn't execute great, obviously. Just a tough night, so didn't do much anything right. So got to get a lot better. Got to get back to work. There's a lot of football left and see if we can go get a win next week. Yeah, he had, you know, you're, you're running backs out. You're throwing to a guy that falls down. You got people running the wrong way. You're not getting protection the way you normally get a protection. Even Tristan Wurst got beat last night. Uh, by uh, Cam, um, uh, what's the name? Cam, uh, 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 Cam Jordan. Sorry, Cam Jordan. He had. I mean, he was dominating the game, dominating the game. But that was that was quite the win. And what's interesting about it is, some of the formula still remains the same for if you want to beat Tom Brady, right? Some of it is very very simply. You know, you got to get pressure with four. If you get pressure with four, that's what the Giants did in both Super Bowls. 
If you get pressure with four, you can unravel him. You know, you can unravel him. But it was really interesting to see that Saints team. That's a dismemberment. You know, when you can you can't score yourself, and there was, I don't remember Tom Brady and them, I, like really really pressuring to score. No deep red zone trips. That was complete and total domination. And there are moments where if you watch, you know, you're like, well, he, he actually looks 44 there. I, I just say this, like, you know, yesterday there was a game in Denver, which if you look at the final score, considering Teddy Bridgewater got hurt. And, and by the way, Teddy Bridgewater uh, has been released from the hospital. So I, I think he's going to recover. Okay. Which is great news. Everybody loves Teddy. Uh, but like, let's not act like Teddy's John Elway before he got hurt yesterday. But if you watch yesterday in in Denver, right, the Bengals win 15 to 10. And they weren't great, but they did just enough to win the game, just enough to win the game. And when you go back, like Joe Burrow's not going to be the MVP, but he's having a tremendous season. When you go back, nobody, nobody actually cares about every single game in the NFL. We can't pay attention to all of them. But when we get hyper-focused on these standalone games and we act like this is the narrative, it's like the NFL has always been a league in which week-to-week things can change dramatically. But we didn't cover it on a daily basis as much. Right? This, feels, this feels like... A, a massive wake-up call to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like, man, they were... But then you stop and you're like, well, they didn't have their top two wide receivers. Actually, their top three, if you want to get down to it, times last night. They have other injuries. The Saints always kind of had their number. And, you know, they got pressure with, with four. If we, we can't focus on every game, we've never focused on a league this much. And when we break down every single nuance of every single game, we overreact to the results of that game. That's my takeaway from that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. What are the names of those bells that they, they have people do during these shows, holiday season? Jason Stewart, you know the bells that... Are they Christmas bells? Are they just some sort of musical bells? Or? Are you talking about the bells that you see Santa Claus ringing for a charity? No, no. I'm talking like when you go to, people go to their kids' holiday performances here, right? Uh, they'll, they'll have somebody playing this on the xylophone. I do know that name. Of course, everybody knows that name because that's the only word we know that starts in X outside of Xavier, right? Um, I know the xylophone, but I'm talking about the bells that, are, that, that, that people play. Ramos, I think, he seems to have some insight into the bells. I just call them Christmas bells. I think I, so, I, too. I, think I know what you're talking about. The, yeah. like, the, you'll have like 10 people with bells, and they, they ring them, they play music, and they all know how to. Yes, I would just call them Christmas bells. Isaac Lonecarn, are you okay with that? Isn't there like a song about them, you know, Jingle Bells? By the way, <laughs> this, this is not no. a criticism, but you ask, no. the, you ask us the most random, impossible to prepare for, even with Google questions. I'm yes. not upset. I'm just uh, amused. Which one? The Christmas bells? Or bells? Roger that. I don't know what they are. I don't expect you to know what you, they are either. Then why do you ask us? No, I'm, I'm not upset. <laughs> I, I find it I very amusing. Actually, I think 100%. it's actually called a, is it called a carillion? Is that what it is? No, that's a, or is that a, that's the keyboard is the carillion. I'm talking about the the bells, not the xylophone ones, the the handheld bells, right? Silver bells are the things they put on the um, trees, right? I just don't know why they can't be jingle bells. There's a song (laughs) about them. When you when you shake them, they jingle. (laughs) End of story. I think that's. I'm talking about handbells. Yeah, I'm seeing I'm seeing Christmas bells. That's what I'm seeing on on Google. are Are they only? Played at Christmas time is that the only place in music that their their existence is needed? Yeah, I think it's like uh, pumpkin pie. They only whip it out for uh, for the holiday season. <laughs> Ramos. In fairness, okay, the reason that it, a pumpkin pie works is it's also during the time of harvesting pumpkins, right? <laughs> yeah, that might have something to do. With it. Okay, it might have a little bit a little bit something to do with it. Okay, so they're all ca- they are called handbells, and somebody just sent me a link. It, there's like they're to buy a set of them is 3500 bucks. Wow. I mean, man, blaming Obama on that one. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> okay. Let's let's get to I was just I don't know, I was listening to that song. I was thinking I actually thought about that the other day. I was like lost in bizarre Christmas music with kids thoughts and I was like, why do we we it's kind of amazing. Like it's one of those there are people all over the country that have that skill that they can play Christmas songs on these handbells. And I don't know, is that something that helps you in the rest of your life? Or is that something that's just you have and then you're done once you turn 13 years old? I'm not, I'm not sure. Dante Whitner in a second. The Ravens went for two to try and beat the Packers. Remember, the Ravens were actually down 14 points. Excuse me. Uh, they were down 
they were down 10 points late in the game, stalled out a Packers drive. Packers settled for a field goal. Uh, you know, they, they, they come back, they end up being within one point of beating the, well, tying the Green Bay Packers, two points of beating the Green Bay Packers. And of course, the discussion continues. Should Jim Harbaugh have gone for two, not gone for two? I actually had three really healthy phone conversations with some NFL buddies of mine. And the, the tale they tell of analytics is basically you should be going forward every time. Um, the pushback that I've always given is when you go for it at some other point in time in the game, it's not just the scoreboard. I think also the emotion of the game and of the moment. And I, I bring that up because Sometimes you score a touchdown and it feels like it breaks the other team's back. But then if your two-point conversion fails, it, it almost feels like you didn't score, you know? And so when and where, you don't always do it. And I do understand that if you miss an extra point kick, it always feels like you didn't score. But Harbaugh, John Harbaugh went for two, and that one I think came right down the middle on it. Because on on one side of it, Tyler Huntley is appears to be very good within that system and have a chance to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. But he's not Lamar Jackson. They are not fully healthy. Yes, they have a superstar tight end, and they had Hollywood Brown as well. But they're not fully healthy, especially up front, and they're dealing with like their seventh and eighth or ninth running backs of the year. And, I mean, truth be told, Packers are really good. Packers are better than you. Packers should have put you away twice over in the fourth quarter and did not. So if you're going to try and steal a win, you, you go for two. Like, let's just steal one. And they won't know it hit them. They'll be on the team playing going, how did we lose that game? We were so much better than them. So to that part, it makes sense. The part that I, I, I think doesn't make sense is the Packers, because they had been on defense for such a long period of time in terms of number of snaps and overall minutes in that fourth quarter, you got a gassed defense that's kind of struggling for air. And remember, you don't have to stop Aaron Rodgers from scoring. You just have to stop Aaron Rodgers from scoring a touchdown and you have the better of the two field goal kickers. So I I get what Jim Harbaugh is doing. I also think... All of this time going for two admits to the world. It's not just about analytics. The Ravens know they're not really that good. But think about how you feel about the Ravens today or the Ravens going for two and not getting it. And that's one of the unspoken parts. You get this, oh, well, we're aggressive and that's who we are and it's machismo. Yeah, but when you don't get it, it feels like a loss and a half. Just like when you don't get it going for two after scoring a touchdown, it almost feels like you haven't scored. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. All right, let's get, let's get the opinion of somebody that actually matters, not my opinion. He's a former Pro Bowl safety. He's also a really good analyst for NBC Sports Bay Area. He's uh, Dante Hittner-Wittner. He joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Th- this is just a, you know, I, I watching enough football games, it, it reminds me so often of like in basketball when there's an intentional foul or a questionable foul call and a guy misses a free throws and it almost feels like the foul didn't occur. I bring that up because in football, I, I love the idea of going for two and the idea of being aggressive. But it does feel like when you don't get it, it's almost like you didn't score. You've been I, I, I know that most of the, the extra point rules have changed some, obviously, since part of your career. But is that the feeling ever when you're playing that that's how big that two point conversion is? It is, and when you don't get that two-point conversion, it takes a little something away from your offense and the momentum of your team and even in the arena if you're the home team. So there's a lot of coaches out there gambling, going for it, but I'm still old school with it. I think that you go for one until that opportunity or it presents itself. Dante Whitner joining us. Okay, so part of it is talking to you and listen to all this stuff. Part of it is just paying attention as the Niners have gotten healthy, like – that, I, I feel like we're searching for teams to compete with Green Bay in the playoffs. Aren't they the, the best built with Bosa now playing at a high level and Jimmy Garoppolo kind of feeling himself? And he's got his weapons back, so that helps. You've watched this Niners team. How much better are they now in the last month? 
They're a lot better. They're tremendously better. There's a huge bifurcation in the way that they started the season and the way that they're playing right now. They're getting healthy and they're playing the right type of football, championship football, at the right time. The offensive line, I think the left side with Lincoln Tomlinson and Trent Williams is a pro bowl left side of the offensive line. You should have seen some of the double teams they put on Jared Grady yesterday, clearing the hole for Wilson, Jeff Wilson, to have a 100-yard game. They didn't give up a sack. Jimmy Garoppolo was very efficient. He was direct and concise with the way that he ran the offense yesterday. They threw some surprise blitzes at him. He knew exactly where the holes in the divots were. There were some people that questioned, you know, a lot of the times he does the play-action pass and the linebacker will get into window one or window two. Yesterday, he threw some balls that were slightly behind the wide receivers into the first window, one to Debo Samuel, one to Brandon Ayuk that went for almost 40 yards, and he didn't turn the football over. They're 7-0 when he doesn't turn the football over. As far as the defensive line, they got Givens back. They have Arden Key, who has a sack in five consecutive games from the interior, and then Bosa, 15 sacks, getting stronger, faster at the right time, and that's a guy that's going to start the game and finish it the same way. He's relentless, and if he um, gets that all-time sack record, Alden Smith, 19.5 sacks for the 49ers, I don't think that he should only be up for um, comeback player of the year consideration. I think that Bosa should be up for defensive player of the year consideration. He's, he's, he's incredible. That, that group is incredible to watch and how they've, how they've improved as he's gotten healthier. Dante Whitner joining us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, what were the Colts able to do to completely stymie the Patriots? Run the football, stick to their identity. Jonathan Taylor is the MVP to me. Um, he's a guy that can do it, catching the ball out of the backfield. I think he has a 90-plus yard run this year, catching screens. Whatever they ask him to do, he's doing it. So that's why they just, they're just riding the back of Jonathan Taylor. The defense is getting healthy at the right time. DeForest Buckner and Darius Leonard, Bobby Okereke, a lot of those guys are over there. They understand that defense. They're flying around, and they believe. It's a difference when you take the football field, believing that you can win because you have good players, a good scheme, and coaching staff. Um, I think that's another dark horse in the AFC. It's Doug Gottlieb's show here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, so uh, if he's the MVP, why would Aaron Rodgers not be the MVP in your mind? Well, I would say that it's 1A and 1B. Aaron Rodgers should be up for MVP consideration year in and year out. It's rare that you see a running back burst on the scene and do the type of things that Jonathan Taylor is doing, and his team is winning. Um, going into the year, you expect the Green Bay Packers to win. You expect Aaron Rodgers to be phenomenally good, to understand and shred defenses apart. You don't expect Indianapolis to play the way that they're playing and for Jonathan Taylor to have the, the type of impact that he's having on that ball club. Dante Whitner joining us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. All right, explain to me what, this, what, what Dennis Allen's Saints do to Aaron Rodgers. Why, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, to, to Tom Brady. Like, how... Um, you know, I understand they have some limitations, and they had a bunch of injuries. Godwin's out. I don't know if you see this, saw this, Dante. Godwin's out for the year with a torn ACL, and Mike Evans going to be out for a couple of weeks with the with a hammy. But it 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 does it feels like more than those injuries because even before those injuries, they could do nothing with the Saints. What are the Saints able to do that seemingly no one else is able to do every time they face Tom Brady and the and the Buccaneers? Well, first and foremost, they're in the same division. When you play divisional opponents, it doesn't matter if you're coming up for Super Bowl or not, they always feel like they can beat you. They understand your tendencies. They understand special situations. They understand really how to beat you. And that's all the New Orleans Saints did. They lined up. They played man-to-man. They always put Marshawn Lattimore on Evans, and he locks them down each and every game. The front four, they didn't have to add a lot of guys in the blitz. They tackle well. They got turnovers. And that's how that's the formula to beating a great team like Tom Brady. A lot of times – you get caught up in, oh, the front four is not getting home, whereas the front four and the covers together, it's the disguise and it's the tackling. It's playing and doing the simple things at an extraordinary level, and that's what the Saints did yesterday. They couldn't get anything going on offense, but when you don't give up points, you don't have to worry about that. Hats off to the New Orleans Saints. They put a blueprint out there. Tampa Bay right now, they're starting to realize what it feels like to be the hunted coming off a Super Bowl, and it's going to be tough to make it back because every team is going to give you their best shot. It's a great point. It's a great point. It, it, it does feel every game has heightened importance. I mean, every game seems like every game he's done is a standalone game as well. And guys react and, and prepare differently for those games. Dante Whitner joining us on the Doug Gottlieb show. All right. I'm going to get to one of your other former teams, the Bills. Um, wh- where are they? You know, because there are weeks in which, I mean, obviously in the wind, they were awful. 
but they were also unable to stop the Patriots. And then are they all better now? Like, where, where, what do you think of, of the Bills' current state? Similar to what we just talked about there uh, when they play the New England Patriots, same division. They understand their DNA. They understand what they want to do, and they do their best to take away their strengths and make them play to their weaknesses. The Buffalo Bills are in a situation right now where they're the hunted. They're coming off an AFC uh, championship where they lost, but uh, teams knew that coming into this year that they, they were a favorite to make it back. Um, you know, you have a phenomenal quarterback in John, and, and Allen. Uh, they have receivers all around. They have digs. The defense isn't playing up to their capabilities right now, but I think that they'll get that corrected. I think coming out of the AFC, as always, I, I believe that it's Kansas City and the Buffalo Bills. Indianapolis Colts is a dark horse. Um, the Buffalo Bills, they'll get hot at the right time. They have all the t- they have all the weapons. They have the coaching staff. They have the scheme. They have the players and the experience. It's just about putting it all together. But when it comes down to it, I think that they'll get it done. You didn't mention the Patriots. Why? Well, I didn't mention the Patriots because uh, I feel like the Buffalo Bills, you know, when it comes down to that, they'll get it done. It's tough to have a rookie quarterback, throw a lot of quick passes. But, you know, you can never count the Patriots out. They've always figured out a way to win it, whether they have to throw the ball, what, less than five times and run it 40-plus times, play good defense. You can never count them out. But right now, my top guys in the AFC, Kansas City, Indianapolis has a dark horse in the Buffalo Bills. Um. Okay, I'm th- this one to me, Dak Prescott is are, did are we thinking he's better than he is and he's just playing to his level? Is he not playing well? Is it the play calling? What, what what's why are the Dallas Cowboys not as as dominant offensively as on paper they would seem to be? Well, it seems like he's feeling the pressure. Um, you know, when you have high goals and aspirations when you get the contract now it's about the details. Now it's about putting wins together. It looks like he's pressing a lot to me right now. He's not really taking what the defense gives him. That's what the great quarterbacks do in high-pressure situations. Yeah, they have all the weapons. They have Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield. Um, but you have to have the, the guy that leads that charge is the quarterback position. If he's not playing well, uh, you can only go as far as he takes you. I think that he has all the talent, but like anybody else, uh, he's getting the best from secondaries. He's getting the best from front fours. And he's going to have to figure out a way to put it together. I think they should lean a little bit more on Ezekiel Elliott. And like other teams that want to pass the football, use a lot of that RPO game, play-action game to get some easier throws and some easier windows. Um, but that, that defense is playing great. Michael Parsons, um, Diggs on the outside is an all-pro, um, you know, a, a magnet for the interceptions. And they're getting a lot of turnovers, putting a lot of pressure on the quarterback. I think that you lean on the running game, you lean on that defense, and, and, and you kind of manage Dak a little bit moving forward. Uh, help me out. You, you mentioned Diggs being an all-pro. Okay, That's not pro, but that's, that's all-pro. And he's un, his knack for the ball is remarkable. But as, as a guy who knows it, playing the defensive backfield better than anybody you could possibly have on, okay, how, how sustainable is how he plays? I don't know if it's very sustainable. He just has that luck right now, and it takes me back to, I think, my third or fourth year in the league when Jarius Bird came in. He was a rookie from Oregon. And I believe his first year, he had something like eight to ten interceptions. It seemed like no matter where he lined up, he could just be in the flat, sitting in the middle. The <laughs> ball would just continue to find him. That's the way it is for Diggs right now. It's unsustainable, but he's a phenomenal athlete. He deserves all the credit that he's getting right now. And you know, I just wish that I could have had one of those years where I looked up and had nine interceptions, two for touchdown, where, you know, I was just a ball magnet, but it's just a phenomenal feat. Uh, I thought that early in the season he would possibly have a chance to reach that all-time interception record. I think it's like 14 interceptions. But right now with the season winding down, I don't think so. But congratulations to Diggs on what he's doing and accomplishing out there in Dallas. Good stuff. Uh, Dante, thanks so much for joining us. Have a Merry Christmas, and we appreciate you being our guest on Fox Sports Radio. Merry Christmas, Doug. Thanks for having me. Dante Whitner, great player, uh, excellent an- a- analyst, and uh, and and good to have him on. And he he was like, look, I'm not gonna lie to you, like he was ahead of it with with the with the Niners stuff. But people have I get I get texts from dudes all the time, like, dude, you you said like the Niners are actually good now. I, I know. Well, they weren't healthy. Garoppolo wasn't playing great, and Nick Bosa, you know, he's, you're coming off that e- knee injury, and it takes some time. And he is. <clears throat> The last, I don't know, six, seven games 
different dude. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 